online. Buzz.bournemouth.ac.uk For Bournemouth and beyond, this is Buzz. Hello, 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 students across the UK and welcome to Student Lockdown Living with your host Jack Coffey and Joshua Buck. Yes, welcome. Now, this week on Student Lockdown Living, we've got a whole range of different topics to cover. We've got societies, isolation hacks, pro cooking tips, the life of an international student and our fantastic new game, Make Your Case. Now we're going to go straight into it with a bit of boxing. Now, Jack, I would tell you a joke about boxing, but unfortunately there are far too many punchlines. Oh, no, Josh. <laughs> now, we've got Sam, uh, who's, who's spoken to the, I believe, the president of the Boxing Society here at Bournemouth University to tell us a bit more. Student societies across the country have experienced various problems stemming from the COVID pandemic. There's been issues over membership, mental health and financial stability. I had a chat with Jack Collins, the captain of the BU Boxing Society, to find out more. It's prohibited us from doing certain things. We can only meet up in certain groups now, really. Um, obviously, we can't push like the rule of six and things like that. And it, it, I mean, it does separate us and we have to kind of work around it and our coaches have to work around it. And it, it is a tiresome ordeal. We do what we can and, you know, we use the spaces we can and we make sure everyone's being safe and we make sure everyone's tested and things like that. But we're doing the best we can with what we have and everyone's still having a good year. Obviously, mental health's been a problem for students you know, over the course of the pandemic. Do you think being a member of the society can help with this? Absolutely. Being a sort of a member of the society, I think it's helped all of us, really. It's uh, you kind of have like it's like a team, really. You all become like one big family, um, even even if you can't, you know, with the rule of six and you can't be together all the time, you know, you can still see five of them and you can still go and have a laugh and you can get on, you know, it's just kind of people to speak to in this kind of in this time. And it's, it's a good thing to have people there to have your back. You know, you're going to have a good laugh with them when you see them. And, you know, when you go to socials and things, you can kind of you have tables of six and you can kind of see everyone have a good night and adhere to rules. But, yeah, it's definitely like it's nice having a little family for yourself as well. And has the recruitment process been affected? Yeah, uh, the recruitment process has been affected quite massively. So Fresh is Fair wasn't allowed to be put on this year. Um, And because of that, obviously, we had to just do like our interviews and stuff and getting Freshers to come in just on Instagram and through the CV page. I mean, luckily enough, we've been okay and we've we've had quite a few sign-ups still. So we'll be okay. But I know it has like really affected a lot of societies and a lot of them are struggling to get new members at the moment. Interesting stuff. Now, we're going to go from one end uh, of the scale with punching your friends in the face to the other. Now, I like a good nap. What about you, Jack? Oh, I love a good nap, me. And our next interviewer here is Oliver McManus, who is the president of the Napping Society and is talking to us about how important napping is during lockdown. Yes, thank you. We've got two special guests in today. Another Oliver, no less Oliver Bennett, and a very special K, but not the special K, it's Katie Whitney. How are you guys? I'm Fiber. doing very well, thank you. May I clarify that the special care you were talking about was indeed cereal? Indeed, and I had some for breakfast this morning. Oliver. What did you guys have? I had hummus toast. It's fantastic. One of my least favourite foods. <gasps> we are going to talk about... Well, hold up, we're going to talk about something a little bit more shocking than hummus on toast. And it is, of course, the importance of sleep. Now, it sounds Gosh. like something that is very obvious, but let me start with you, Katie. How have you been sleeping lately? Well, not very well. The stress is caving in on me and uh, I'm inches away from absolutely madness. Oliver, how have you been sleeping? Funny you should say that. No, Badly. Well, we are part of... <laughs> well, I'm the, I'm the president of the Napping Society. I forget which role you play. I am the treasurer. You're the treasurer of the I'm Napping the money Society. Man. 
How have you found the pandemic has affected your sleep? Um, I nap more. Because there's I, just nothing to do. I also I nap more. Yeah. But I feel like it goes one of two ways. And I don't know how you feel, Katie, but either you nap more or you stay, stay awake until like two, three in the morning stressing about every little thing. There's no in-between at the moment. Yeah, oh, yeah, I agree. I think the more I nap, the less I actually sleep when I should be sleeping. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I've already slept. I don't need to sleep now. Yeah. That's the issue. Apparently, you shouldn't sleep after four uh, nap after four p.m. What's the motivation though behind this this extra napping we've been doing over the pandemic? Is it to avoid the news and the negativity, or is it as you say, Oliver, the fact there's actually just not a lot else that you can do? Yeah, it is just nothing else to do. Napping yeah. fills the day, and nice napping day. is just time travel. It's good for you. It's good for your body. If it's you like, nap hard not? enough, you can probably end up in next year. No. I know we start, well, you started this, this with a, a drug joke, Oliver. <laughs> but surely there is an argument to be made that when you get into that habit, as Katie was saying, of napping during the day, it is almost a dependency, a chemical dependency from your body that, okay, now I need to nap. Yeah. So almost, and, and I'm going to go out there and say this, napping, almost as addictive as drugs. I'm just interested, just before we finish, I'll start with you, Katie, then I'll go to you, Oliver. But how would you advise them to sort of prioritise and structure their days? Well, something I've been doing to help my uh, my sleep pattern out is I've been sleeping with my windows wide open. I mean, not my windows open, my curtains wide open, <laughs> so that I'm forced to wake up because the sun is just, like, beaming into me, and then I kind of naturally wake up as opposed to, like, alarms. Yeah. And um, when it comes to nighttime, I um, try and tire myself out going to the gym, and it does help me get tired towards the night. When I do nothing all day, I kind of, if I'm not tired, I won't really feel like sleeping. So, yeah, keep yourself busy, get tire yourself out, and get to bed. Oliver? Yeah, I agree. Like, doing what you can during the day, um, getting all your tasks done, and just kind of vibing through it. And then when you get to the night, it's like, I've done what I need to do. Time to sleep. As much as anything, I suppose it's about filling your day because we've all got a lot more time on our hands than perhaps we're used to. But we've got to find a way to sort of put spread stuff out over the day. And you know what? If we fancy a nap, it's okay to nap. And I'll tell you why. The US Department of Health said that actually napping regularly could boost your immune system. So next time you want to nap, say you're listening to the science. Well, there you go. Katie Whitney, Oliver Bennett, lovely to have you with us today. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you for having us. Cheers, guys. Brilliant information there from Oliver McManus, Katie and Oliver, although it did feel a bit like an advertisement for <laughs> Oliver's uh, napping society right there. <laughs> uh, next up is a very important topic that we have, uh, isolation. Now, I know that I have just come out of isolation and a few of my friends have as well. And uh, anybody that has been in touch with anyone with COVID knows the struggle. Two weeks, lockdown. You don't expect it. Suddenly, what are you going to do? How are you going to fill the time? I don't know. How did... How would you deal with isolation? Well, I'm, I'm lucky enough to not have been in your situation. I haven't had to lock myself down for two weeks. Um, but things that come to mind really are watching TV, um, <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh, maybe read a book is always a good option to well, pass I, the time. I have tried that. And I tell you what, I did get quite far into isolation, but it did start to get slightly dark oh, near the wow. end. But unfortunately, <laughs> luckily for everybody here, I have some lists of things to do during isolation that will pass the time. We have honed down some of the best TV shows and movies out at the we moment. Have. Jose has been doing our research. The lovely Jose, who can't be here at the moment. <laughs> unfortunately. 
But first off, we're going to start with a new one that's just come out on Netflix. And I hope everybody has Netflix because most of this list is on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not a plug at all. Uh, <laughs> is A Life on Our Planet by David Attenborough. Now, this is an autobiography, basically, of his life mm. from start to finish. It gives facts on how the climate has changed over the years and what he's basically done with his life. And it's all very, very interesting. Um, and things we need to do to change. Um Next one, the social dilemma. Yes, Josh well, the social more. dilemma. Um, it's a, it's quite a dark film or documentary, um, as it talks about how the people who have created the social media platforms we use day to day are sort of going. We didn't want that to happen to it, and it's a, so a, a good example. I'd say from the documentary is the people at Facebook. They're sort of like we didn't mean for it to be like this. And during that, or towards the end of it, I was really thinking, maybe I should delete Facebook, because and it really it sort of gets to you, and you sort and it sort of gives you a bit of a worry, and you're going, that's happening, and the people who've made it are going, this shouldn't happen. It's quite intense. <laughs> Very dark stuff there. That really might is. actually put you uh, into a darker place. <laughs> it might do. Uh, the next one we have Borat 2 subsequent movie film and I'm not going to do the accent. Because, <laughs> it's a really uh, good idea. It's a very controversial movie uh, but also absolutely brilliant and if you're looking for anything to uh, cheer you up during isolation this is absolutely amazing watch there he returns uh, to america from kazakhstan he's a journalist to uh, befriend the americans and uh, bring back glory to the diminished nation <laughs> next on the line we have well it's friday night dinner now i'm gonna be honest and this may be a controversial topic to those out there but i'm not the biggest fan of friday night dinner <laughs> Oh, I don't know about that. Friday night <laughs> dinner is absolutely brilliant. You can definitely waste a few hours of isolation on that. I feel like you need to watch it again. And just suck it up. Enjoy it. I might have to. <laughs> Give it a go after this. But there you go. There are four brilliant movie and documentary suggestions from uh, the brilliant Jose Ramos. Uh, yes. Thank you very much for that. And what on the agenda next? You're in isolation. What are we going to do next? Well... You're in isolation, you've got two weeks, you're locked down, you can't go outside. What do you do? Now, I, uh, for one, I try to learn Russian. And let me tell you, it's, it's a difficult language to learn. They've got noises in their alphabet. How does that work? I don't know. But thankfully, we have Cameron, who's come up with a top five list of great skills to learn while you're locked down. Lockdown has left us all with plenty of time on our hands, and though it may be easy to become a couch potato, it could be a better option to shift that attention to something productive that will give you a sense of achievement with all that time to kill. So with that, I have five skills that you can learn during lockdown. Now kicking us off at five, you can attempt to learn a new language, sites like Duolingo or Memorize are perfect for this kind of thing. And carrying on from five at four, you could also learn sign language. Now, research has shown that a lot of people during lockdown have actually been learning this. And it is a really nice skill to have, especially to help you with jobs in the future or just to learn a bit more about the deaf community. Now, at number three, I have meditation and or yoga. University, it is stressful, it is tiring. And learning to meditate, to stretch, to do some yoga is really beneficial, not only mentally, but physically as well, and can all be done from your own home. At two, you could learn some arts and crafts. 
things like arranging objects and painting them or going to your garden or in your house and doing a bit of photography are very good stress relievers and something good just to take your mind off of everyday life. And at one, although maybe not a skill, but something that I still believe to be really important is just to learn about yourself. Learn what makes you happy, what makes you tick, and just take some time out to have a bit of self-therapy with all that time that you have. Thank you, Cameron, for that fantastic list of interesting and exciting things you can do while you're locked down. Now, um, lockdown can be difficult for some people, but thankfully... In this wonderful world we live in, there are people out there who are happy to talk to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, Jack, I believe you've got some numbers and emails we can contact. Yes, and I would like to reiterate your point there. It's very, very important that everybody knows the information that's out there in case you are struggling. Uh, So at the moment here, if you do need any help, Samaritans.org is an absolutely brilliant website. We've also got Mind UK and Calm. They're all very, very easy to remember. Whack them in. If you're ever feeling lonely, they'll always be there to support you. Coming up next on a brighter note is uh, the king and queen of cooking to uh, tell us how to best maximise our meals at university. Welcome. This is Harry and Declan. And this is Kings of the Kitchen. Where today we're going to discuss how to cook better as a student. So Harry, come on, give us your tips and tricks for cooking as a student. So I think cooking as a student, I think the, the easiest way to do things is, is simplicity. You want to you wanna aim for that and you want to go for... You want to get as many things as you can out of one ingredient. So, for example, one I use a lot is eggs. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, eggs, definitely. Eggs are a classic. hundred percent. You've got your omelettes. Oh. How versatile. You can put easy. whatever. Bacon, mushrooms, cheese. You can Peppers. Everything you can everything. put in an omelette, and it makes it good. One I've done, and I talked to my flatmates about this, but they didn't yeah. like it, right? So, you get, like, a Domino's pizza. <laughs> yeah. takeaway. Yeah. As you do. You leave, like, a slice or two for the morning... Yeah. And you chop up the pizza, yeah, pretty small, pretty finely. Bang it in a pan, crack two eggs in with it, bit of milk, and it basically all it does is it's basically scrambled eggs, but with all the components of a pizza. So see what you're doing there as well is you're making use of food that was going to be thrown away as well. So exactly, you're, you're pulling it together. Exactly, and then yeah, so you can have like, you know, bacon, sausage, cheese, tomato, onion, sweet corn, all in one dish with some eggs as scrambled eggs that just sounds perfect Harry. I think you've it's, just summed up the idea honestly for hangover food yeah. I don't think it gets much better than that and it doesn't get much easier either if yeah. I am today I think Literally, there's nothing more easier than making it's so quick and easy egg, 100% and everyone can do it everyone can do that that's very simple stuff Declan what's uh, what's your key to I think, good cooking I in think the kitchen? Harry you can agree with me here that you can make any meal better by just adding any herb or spice to it 100% what is your 100% man? What 100%. is your favourite spice to put in? Oh, see, I'm a bit of a fiend for garlic. Oh, I really, garlic I think garlic with anything is just such a good combo. So I always bang in a bit of garlic granules on everything. Mate, that has to be done, especially with chicken. Get yeah, in. chicken, anything. Uh, I've recently bought uh, an Italian herbs mix, Ooh. which I had with some mincemeat. Um, well, for mincemeat, how was that? It was insane. Mate, it it made, made the dish. That is it. Fully made the dish. I, I, personally, I'm more of a spice man. Chili flakes. Chili paprika. flakes. It's got to be done, mate. I've also got those 
amazing. Absolutely amazing. Honestly. Going can... back to the omelette and the eggs. Yeah, I was literally a about spicy omelette with some chilli flakes. You can oh literally put some God. spicy flakes on and that just brings the whole meal together. Absolutely. And they're so cheap. Mm. You can go out buy like literally like 10 or so spices. And just whack and it they, on. And they last for months. They will last you forever. You can put them on anything. Literally yeah, anything. literally everything. And... Worst worst case scenario, mm. you're gonna spend. It's a ten pound investment. Yeah, definitely for better food for months. And you can just literally, if you've got loads of ingredients, you whack it together. And if you just want to seal it off, you add the flavors, then you've sorted. You don't have to like follow any recipes or anything. I think a key for for those who eat meat. Yeah, I think seasoning before you cook it. Oh, I always find chicken. 100%. Chop up your chicken, put it in like a bowl with some spices, and give it a good mix up. Then fry it. I cannot stress to you how much that will improve the food. Definitely, it's so, no. so good. I have to agree there, mate. Thank you for listening. This has been Harry and Deck, Kings of the Kitchen. Well, that was some fantastic advice uh, from Harry and Declan there. And, you know, I'm going to have to try some of those out maybe one day. Um, would you ever try those out, Jack? Definitely tonight. Here we go. I'm going <laughs> home. And you know what I'm doing exactly as I get home? I'm cooking everything they've just told me to. <laughs> get, right a, get a Domino's and put some egg in it. <laughs> get a Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> we that... just spoke to the king and queen of uh, cooking right there. <laughs> we no. don't need no Domino's. <laughs> From cooking in your kitchen to j- j- being around the world. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, we've our lovely friend here, uh, Hussein has spoken to his friend who I believe came from Malaysia to study here at Bournemouth and had a nice little chat with her earlier. And it's it's my first time studying overseas alone. So it's obviously like a scary experience. Yeah. So basically COVID ruined everything. (laughs) (laughs) This is all COVID's fault. Wait, so you did you have to quarantine when you got here? You didn't, right? Oh, this, this funny, there's a funny story actually, because um, like Malaysia is in the, the exactly. travel corridor, yeah. so like can you imagine like it took weeks for me to decide which ticket to buy, because like the only like direct ticket is Malaysia Airlines, yeah. which they were selling for like 12k Malaysian ringgit, oh, which is like okay. so overpriced. That's like what five like a grand five grand here, it's like that's like five thousand in. I, right. I guess so. Yeah. I, um. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's, it's like 2,000. It's 2,400. Yeah, it's like two, 3,000. Yeah, it's something yeah, like and that. And that's like what? One-way flight, right? Yeah, that's a one-way flight, which is so like, like you can buy a business class flight with that money, you yeah, know? Like yeah. no, on normal circumstances. So obviously, like I was like considering like, would it be worth it to quarantine or not? And obviously I didn't want to quarantine. Can you imagine like me flying alone with no food, no yeah. stuff? Yeah. And then like having to quarantine for two weeks, I'm gonna die alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you made it through. So you're not to quarantine, right? But like no, but the funny thing is like I came here uh-huh. and then like I live in uni accommodation, right? Yeah. And then I came here and then the next day, like while I was going out trying to buy like groceries and stuff, like my flatmate messaged me and told me she got positive COVID. <gasps> so now my whole flat has to quarantine. <laughs> but like but like the thing is <laughs> it's so funny because like but like she's been like very like how can I say like considerate I guess because like oh. she's been very careful mm-hmm. so when she goes to the kitchen she wears like a mask and mm-hmm. then after she uses her stuff she like disinfects whatever she uses but are you and then, like other international students or no I have there's like 
two locals here and I guess two international students. Okay, 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 cool. That was a lovely and wholesome interview, I'd say, there from Hussein here at Student Lockdown Living. Now, a good way to keep in contact uh, with your friends and family, as we are on the topic of isolation, is Zoom. Everyone's been using it. It's had millions of uh, uses since the start of lockdown. Uh, people are at uni on it. People are calling their friends and family on it. What experience have you had with keeping in contact with everyone? Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, in 2020, everybody on the planet knows what Zoom is now. And, uh, and uh, But even so, there are still millions of people still downloading it every month. And I wouldn't have had a, had a Scoobies as, as, <laughs> as to what it was last year. And it's actually been brilliant because uh, not only has it helped us carry on with online lectures, but also our older relatives who have been lo- locked down for so long now, and we really, really miss them, it's an absolutely brilliant chance if... <laughs> You can get them to work out how Zoom works <laughs> to speak to them. I, uh, I we we had quite a long process trying to get our um, our grand and granddad to uh, to work on it, um, but uh, now they absolutely love it, and uh, we speak to them every single week. We still have quizzes <laughs> to this day, and uh, I think that may be something that may carry on forever at this point. Yeah, because uh, gone are the days of lockdown, uh, but still are the days of Zoom of quizzes, Zoom calls. <laughs> uh, so absolutely, and I highly recommend anybody that has people that need to self-isolate just get them on zoom just have a have a 30 minute chat with them it's so good to see their faces yeah so on a coping mechanisms conversation uh, yes. we have a brilliant new game here we from do. uh maxim and charlie hello maxim and charlie are you on the line hello guys you all right absolutely brilliant <laughs> how are you guys doing i'm very well thank you i'm not sure about charlie i think he's a bit nervous to be honest with you <laughs> oh no here Uh-oh. we go post-game butterflies <laughs> So we've touched on some really serious issues uh, in this last half an hour, and we just wanted to end on a lighter touch. Now, Maxim and Charlie are doing different ways upon which you can cope in lockdown, and basis of the game, which is called Make Your Case, is they have 30 seconds to come up with the best solutions to solve some of the most pressing problems for students in 2020. Now, that was a mouthful. Um, <laughs> I'm going to come up with a key word and I'm going to throw it to these guys. Joshua over here, our lovely Joshua, will time yes. how long it takes. Ready they only have 30 the seconds. If they go over, I will start getting mean to them. <laughs> um, so are you ready, Maxim and Charlie, to play Make Your Case? I am ready. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. I'm glad to hear it. The first question is this. How do you deal with isolation during COVID. Who are we going to first? In three, two, one, Charlie. Take it away. Well, when you feel isolated, you've got to remind yourself you're not actually alone. So my tip is you've got to watch videos of people because at the end of the day, everyone's going through this at the exact same time. So what you've got to do is watch videos, maybe even find a community. So play online games. You've got to leave the bubble that you are in. So that's all I'm going to say, is you leave that bubble, find a community, and play Play online games to remind yourself that you're not alone. Well, thank you very much, Holly, for that uh, opinion. That was, in fact, 27 seconds, so he's in time, and he's playing by the rules. (laughs) Well done, Chuck. (laughs) 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 Right, uh, to compete against Charlie Griffiths is the wonderful Maxim, who is going to tell us how one deals with isolation during COVID on three, two, one, and a go.
Maybe you want to take up your feet, maybe you can't speak, maybe you can find something that you've never done before. But take your mind off the earth. And make sure of what is I'm going to say that. I'm sorry to interrupt you there, <laughs> but that was actually in 30 seconds. So he's on time and he's oh, playing by the rules. Well done, as both, both of you. Both Very of them well. were, which is always good to see. But even though that was in 30 seconds, they both in 30 seconds. I do believe that I have come up with the conclusion for that one. I believe that Charlie, with his community spirit, coming up with uh, different communities and groups, that was a brilliant, brilliant suggestion for him. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Unfortunately for oh. Maxim, we are going to give that first point to Charlie. Well done, oh. Charlie, there. Thank you. That's a big question. Just practicing. <laughs> There's only two left. You've got to, you've got to try. You've got to pick your game up. <laughs> Next question here is a little bit more uh, sad. How does one deal with de- uh, depression during lockdown? And I'm going to throw this to Maxim first. In three, two, one, and a go. Well, lockdown can be a very sad time for some people. The best way that I've found to cope with lockdown is through doing regular exercise and ensuring that my diet is up to standard. Now, everyone knows they must have three meals a day, but we have to ensure that those meals are full of the right things we need. Making sure in the morning that breakfast, of course, being the most important meal, we have some sort of energy involved. So some coffee, maybe some carbs keep us going and then exercising regularly throughout the week. Doesn't matter what it has to be. It's just making sure, keeping it interesting for yourself so you don't get bored whilst exercising so you keep yourself fit. That was very close to not being 30 seconds, it has to be said. But there's some very good points made, I have to say. Um, I think that's going to be a tough one for Charlie to beat, if I'm honest. Charlie, can you take him on? How does one deal with depression during COVID? Take it away in three, two, one, and go. Routine, routine, routine. You have to have a clean and very, very precise routine. Because sometimes, me especially, woke up, or go to bed, I should say, 3 a.m., wake up 12 p.m. Terrible routine. So you've got to have a good routine. That's better sleep, better mental health, and a bigger, better routine helps normalize the mind, helps take you away. So all I can say, better sleep, better mental health, better routine, and you're on your way. Again, in the time, 29 seconds. Brilliant. So it's oh. all good there. What were your Perfect, thoughts you on uh, those two arguments there? Well, you see, they were both very, very strong there, but I really agree with Charlie on routine. Routine has helped me massively get through all my problems in the last few months uh, during uh, when we weren't at university. It was absolutely awful, and now we've come back, (laughs) and you can set yourself something to do. It's brilliant. So, Charlie there, absolutely brilliant. I don't know about you, Josh. Well, I was actually going to go controversial. So I thought Maxim had that, but because of tension and suspense... Who do we give the first point to? Come on, make it one or make it. <laughs> this is what Shut I was up. thinking. Give, I believe we, this, I think, f- for the game, give the point to Maxim. Just yes. because then we got a tiebreaker Not for situation. The game, Josh, you thought my argument was more compelling. That's why you're giving me the point. <laughs> For well, the game. That and that, you know. All right, all right. We're not we're not trying to make things good or bad here. <laughs> Obviously, Maxim's point was the better one, so we'll just make it one all. And we go to the <laughs> final. We've got the equaliser now. We're in the we're in the last ten minutes. We're going for the winner. We're going <laughs> for the winner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> absolute farce. <laughs> Boys, you have one final round left. How does one deal with anxiety 
at the moment. Charlie, I would like you to go first in a three, two, one, and a go. Well, everyone's going through what we're all going through. So you've got to take yourself away from the COVID world. Find anything that takes you away. You can find a good series on Netflix or any other streaming platform for that. Just find something that's not COVID related. You see the news? All COVID. Take a break from the news. Do something else. Have a banana or something. But you have to stay away. If you're feeling anxious about the world we live in, take yourself away. Do anything but COVID related activities. Once again, Charlie's sticking to the rules. 27 seconds. Absolutely brilliant. And Charlie's uh, suggestion there to have a banana, that was a really strong argument. <laughs> that <there>. was. <laughs> very strong argument. Obviously. Get that, get that in. <laughs> <laughs> Maxim, how are you going to be- beat have a banana? You have <laughs> 30 tough seconds. One. Points. There was other points. To Not take the crown. <laughs> <laughs> you have 30 seconds to take the crown, Maxim. Take it away in three, two, one, and a go. Well, I believe the definition of anxiety is not knowing what's happening around you. So make yourself aware. Make sure you know what limits you can go to under this COVID lifestyle. And most importantly, make sure you stay safe. Wear a mask when you go outside. Make sure you sanitize when you need to. And make sure you stay in contact with your friends so that you know that they are also not anxious at the same time. If you two can work it out together, that doesn't have to be in real life. That can be over the phone. That can be everywhere you like. But make sure you keep your friends safe and yourself safe at the same time. Under 30 seconds, bang. I'm going to say, when I press stop, that was actually 31 seconds. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Actually, I'm pretty that, sure I did that when you said bang, to be fair. And so that does take it over 31 seconds. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you think about that. Mm. Well, to be honest, I actually agreed with Maxim's points there a lot a lot more. Even though he was over a second longer, yeah. he packed it full of really useful information. And I'm very, very sorry to tell you, Charlie, that I think both me and Josh are going to crown yeah. the winner. Yeah. Maxim. Congratulations, oh! Maxim. <laughs> the crowd is roaring everywhere around us. He gets the win. Come with the comeback, kid. I've just whiteboard across my room in frustration. <laughs> But absolutely brilliant from the both of you. Really good information. To absolutely. Thanks. Charlie's very unhappy that he's lost. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, and students of the country, comes to an end of student living lockdown here with Jack and Josh. It's been a good time. I've enjoyed it. We've learned some really, really useful things, and I hope you can take away a lot of information from this podcast. Uh, I'm going to go home and cook some garlic because that's what they said. <laughs> not going to Domino's, you're going to cook some garlic. Both, why not? Thank you very much. <laughs> and good night.